right, so welcome to the Well Actually podcast. Thank you for listening, however you may be listening. Uh, the Well Actually podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And videos of the podcast are available on YouTube, so please subscribe there as well. Uh, if, if you don't have any of those uh, streaming services, you can go on the official website of the podcast, thewellactuallypod.com. You can get audio, video, and a little write-up on some of the episodes as well. And I'm sure you might be wondering why the podcast might be a little bit late this week. And uh, it'll become very apparent uh, soon enough. All right, so let's get to the news and notes. Warriors, come out and play. Yes, uh, please don't ask me any questions about those wine bottles. I cannot confirm or deny if... I had to consume both of them in order to make that gag work, but it was worth it. Uh, so yeah, the Toronto Raptors defeated the two-time fighting champion Golden State Warriors 4-2 to capture their first ever NBA title. And I'm going to admit right now, I was delaying this podcast until the Raptors won. And honestly, I feel like if Golden State had come back in one, I would have just canceled the podcast altogether because I was ready to record this on Wednesday, but Golden State had to go and make things difficult. But anyway, uh, Kawhi Leonard was named the finals MVP. He's the third player to win finals MVP for two different teams after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James. Uh, He did so back in 2015 with the Spurs as well. And Kawhi is also the first to do, uh, do it for different conferences and it was kind of disingenuous to have this conversation without mentioning all the injuries but players get hurt every day B so no nobody's trying to hear all that but anyway uh, for a shout out to the Raptors aka the OAU with Masai Ujiri Nigeria's own the GM who made the gutsy decision to trade the franchise's most popular player for what was widely thought to be a one-year rental but that turned out to be, I mean, a genius move. Also, shout out to Serge Ibaka, who ended up getting his ring before Westbrook and Harden. And of course, the newcomer, Cameroon's own Pascal Siakam. So Africans are just flourishing in Canada, apparently. Now I, now I see why everybody's running up there. But yeah, the, the Warriors really went from being the, the greatest team ever to being three and two in, in five years. I mean, life comes at you fast. And making the finals five years in a row is no small task, but this is gonna be the fifth year in a row with no finals MVP for Steph Curry. I mean, at some point we're gonna to need to have a conversation, okay? And I'm gonna let the Warriors fans, if you can call them that, I'm gonna let them, you know, lick their wounds and recover. But we're gonna have that conversation here in this room. Okay, we're gonna have everybody sit down here and, and we're gonna get to the bottom of it of why you people had the, the, the unmitigated gall to disrespect LeBron, Adishola James, and say Steph Curry is better than him. But you know what? That's a conversation for another day. But yeah, uh, something else that stuck out to me is why do they keep interviewing Drake so much? Like, he has gotten more press than Kawhi Leonard. And every time they talk to Drake, he sounds like he's just played 40 minutes and he left it all out there on the court. 
but I mean it <laughs> he's basically the new like Spike Lee at this point the annoying fan that's a celebrity and you associate with the team but I'm, I'm glad he finally found a team because he's been bouncing around from team to team sport to sport and it's, I mean even in the NBA he has a Steph Curry and Kevin Durant tattoo so anyway congrats to Aubrey and you know he's technically part of the Raptors front office as a global ambassador so you already know he's going to be unbearable when it's time to get his ring at the ring ceremony next season so yeah shout out to Aubrey and whatever freestyle he's about to drop I don't know today tomorrow this weekend whatever I, he's going to try and find something that rhymes with Kawhi I, I can guarantee you that also shout out to Jeremy Lin uh, Lin Sanity is international now he got his ring before Carmelo and a quick tie in to all that is uh, did you know Kawhi Leonard actually got his cornrows as uh, paying homage to Carmelo Anthony I, I don't know why he did that and considering Carmelo doesn't even have cornrows anymore but yeah that just brings it all full circle. So again, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. <clears throat> so uh, another thing in this news and notes is, uh, I don't know if you've heard about what's going on in DR right now, but shit is getting real out there. And uh, there have been a rash of deaths among tourists, American tourists in the Dominican Republic. And as of Tuesday, there have been eight. And strangely the cause of death for most of them have been pulmonary edema and the circumstances surrounding these deaths have been suspicious at best and uh, what makes it even more suspicious is that most of these deaths are occurring in their own hotel rooms after most of them have had drinks from the minibar so to be clear these are not uh, the same hotel well they're not all in one hotel. They're in a couple of hotels, but some have been in the same one. And there was even a, I think it was a Premier League player. He heard the news and he just literally just started running out of the hotel. He's like, he's not staying in that hotel. He's not staying on the island. He's leaving. And I honestly can't blame him at this point. Uh, and I don't know who's considering a vacation out there. You might want to reconsider. And the most recent person who uh, passed away, unfortunately, was a yoga instructor. And I think either her body washed up ashore or was carried out to sea. And it's just, there are just too many uh, of these circumstances that just, it's just, it's not sitting well with a lot of people because it's like, how are all of these things occurring so bunched and tightly together? And they're like not even con connected in any way that we know yet. But yeah, uh, I'll say if you're going out there, or if you're planning on going out there, keep both eyes open and maybe you might have to bring your own drinks or something. And also speaking of DR, uh, former Major League Baseball player David Ortiz, aka Big Poppy, uh, was shot uh, earlier in the week or sometime last week. And initially we were told that he was shot in the leg uh, in the process of a mugging. But... Uh, new reports came out and he was in a club with some friends and someone actually came up behind him and shot him in the back and they're claiming that it might have been a hit that was put out on him and I'm not going to speculate I'm just saying what was reported so far and he was to the hospital obviously but jungle justice is real out there and they caught up with the person who actually 
shot him and they beat the crap out of him like he he got worked and so they they, they performed Sergio Mbappé Papi out in Dominican Republic and then flew him into Boston he spent most of his uh, major league career in Boston so he he's I'm assuming getting the best treatment out there and hopefully he can make a, a speedy and full recovery and the thing is it's like he's a beloved figure out in the Dominican Republic he's beloved because of what he has achieved and how much he has given back and I just don't understand why a, situa- a situation like this will occur based on it what seems like jealousy but again you can't really speculate because we don't know all the details but I'm sure there are a lot of people looking into it and they will let us know what else is going on so and on a more serious and global note uh, so there is in case you haven't like made yourself aware or haven't been up on the news there's a serious situation going on in, in Sudan right now and the the unwillingness or just the lack of concern from the Western media or the global media as a whole is is alarming and when the I guess the cathedral in Notre Dame uh, was on fire or even before it had finished burning there were already people lining up uh, punching each other getting out of the way to try and see who would be able to make the donation there there was wall-to-wall coverage everyone found a cause that they were just willing to throw dollars at and here we have what is essentially a media blackout from the country itself and from people who supposedly cover world news and there are a lot of people who have noticed that there seems to be a pattern when the when the when the conflict occurs in Africa when it's amongst black people and when it's amongst Muslims that's when there is just no kind of response no kind of concern no kind of effort being put in and it is alarming that it is almost predictable where you can see that something like this is going to occur and I would strongly advise people to at least look into it and see what they themselves can do in terms of bringing awareness to other people and just making sure that something like this doesn't get swept under the rug because it's Sudan today and it, it might be something even that hits closer to home tomorrow and some might say well why are you waiting for the Western media to come and save the day but when you have someone with a bigger platform with a bigger microphone it doesn't hurt to have them on your side if not just to let everyone else know the atrocities that are occurring that's just some food for thought and also I wanted to say thank you to everyone who gave some feedback about the when they see us episode last week uh, there's been some updates and I just want to give those to you real quick uh, Netflix actually tweeted out that the when they see us has been the most watched series on Netflix every day since it was released so it's not for the entire period but each individual day it was the most watched series on Netflix so that just goes to show like once you provide quality content regardless of who's making it it's going to be consumed so but then shout out to Ava DuVernay because she 
she she really brought that uh, series to life and I also saw that Oprah had an emotional interview with the Central Park Five and it just serves as a reminder that even as dramatic as the series was uh, it was real life and real people were involved and it sort of caught up with them today and it they, they, they went through something horrific but they are trying to you know live their lives right now and uh, just because karma happens in different ways uh, Elizabeth Letterer I guess the prosecutor of the Central Park Five resigned from her post at the Columbia Law School so she also joins Linda Fairstein in the fallout from the series uh, it's kind of funny because the people that they worked for they worked with or their publishers whoever they knew exactly what happened so it's not like they're just have they're just this moral authority all of a sudden and they were just having zero tolerance it's just that the the groundswell was just so much and the public reaction just made it to the point where they simply couldn't uh, let this go and they did well better for their bottom line but anyway I guess if you still haven't watched when they see us it's a tough watch but if you think you can stomach it I, I highly recommend it so we're gonna take a quick break here and then we'll be right back hey stop buying cars for me if you want to say sorry who told you i want your gold this your habit is getting a bit old you think your money can buy my love you think with those shoes you're going to get my heart Diamonds I like, but I to wish a uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers, uh, the new dads, the expecting dads, the big brothers, the stepfathers, and the father figures. Uh, basically everyone being a positive real male role model. So it's going to be apparent that Father's Day isn't celebrated with the same fervor as Mother's Day. And I'm not going to get into why that is, but I'm sure everyone can draw their own conclusions. But I do want to say something to the men out there, uh, black men. African men, Nigerian men. So uh, I'm at the age where a lot of my friends are doing grown-up things like, you know, having kids on purpose. And you know what that made me think? And no, it's not about how my mom has been hounding me for kids. That's a podcast for another day. 
that might even have to be like an entire mini series but I'll, i won't get into that now but it made me think about how we're going to be responsible for the physical and emotional well-being of these kids and the literal definition of a father is a male parent but in order to be a father or a father worth a damn you have to like disconnect from the archaic definitions of what masculinity is and in order to raise well-rounded children we ourselves have to be well-rounded and you shouldn't be limited by what we perceive to be masculinity sure your first job is to protect and provide for your family but you should also be an emotional beacon one who is capable of both compassion and encouragement sure you're supposed to display strength and calmness but you should also be able to display empathy and relate to what is going on in your family don't let your stoicism lead you to being relegated to just an ATM unaware of the important decisions or details in the lives of your children you have to be there for the highs and the lows and for the love of God you do not babysit your own children it's called parenting it's a duet you're not a featured artist okay and an important thing is actually being around like I don't know if guys want to admit this but we take horrible horrible care of ourselves and when it comes to preventative medicine forget it just <laughs> it's it's easier like it's easier for us to like pick out our own teeth if it were that case so whether it's like regular physicals or like milestone type checkups we have to do better and i don't know if anyone has like noticed it lately but there have been what seems to be just people middle-aged men just passing away at such an early age and at so well it's sort of like things could easily be preventable it seems and for you to even be a father in their lives or whatever you have to be around like it sounds elementary but it's the truth you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of others and when i said earlier about not just being an atm it's like sure that's one of your main jobs but when you consider the relationship mothers have with the kids it's because the emotional bond is so strong whatever they're going through it the mother always has the ear or she always knows what's going on and fathers are often too far removed from it because they're focusing on one thing which is providing and that's not something that you can like you're not going to be faulted for i'm not trying to do that not even in any stretch of the imagination but what i'm trying to say is that what we should be focusing on is having a more complete relationship with these kids whenever we do have them and i hope um like i said some of my friends are already at this milestone i just hope that as we embark on this long long journey i just hope we do it better than our parents did and if we had whoever had great parents i hope that you emulate the very best of what they did so that what we're passing on isn't a legacy of regret isn't a legacy of bitterness and it's not a legacy of 
well, at least I don't have to see him anymore. No. I hope it's a legacy of when they think about their fathers, they smile and they want to be that sort of man. All right, we're going to take a quick break here and then we'll be right back. So this TV section is just going to be a bit of updates uh, concerning some shows that we've mentioned in the past uh, in terms of renewals or if they've been canceled or if there's any news on them. Uh, so for the first one I wanted to mention was Lucifer and Netflix has renewed Lucifer for a fifth season but it's also going to be this final season. So after this one. Uh, it's going to be the second season on Netflix, but it'll be the final season of the show. And another show that we mentioned here on the podcast is Dead to Me. That's also a Netflix show. It got picked up for season two. That was also a very popular show as well. And then uh, the Don Cheadle show, uh, Black Monday on Showtime, it got picked up as well. I'm not sure when season two is coming out, but... Uh, probably next year it seems and then there was a show on USA called The Sinner uh, starring Jessica Biel and Bill Pullman and this one it's going to be returning in uh, for season 3 and it's going to star Matt Bomer he was uh, from White Collar and Magic Mike uh, so that one is a really good show and it it doesn't follow like the same story over 3 the first two seasons and this third season but I believe uh, one of the characters he has a, a main role going forward and Strike Back is ending again it seems like that show has ended like three or four times at this point but after its seventh season it's going to be over and there's one show that it seems to be taking over right now and it's called Chernobyl 
it's a miniseries on HBO and they recently had their series well season finale I'll say and the thing about this show is it's already the number one rated show on IMDb ever like so it's past the likes of Breaking Bad, The Wire, Game of Thrones, Handmaid's Hill it's number one right now and that's how insane the show is and of course uh, some people don't realize that Chernobyl it actually like that whole thing actually did happen this is not science fiction I mean sure it's a bit of a dramatization but it's it really happened and so there's some funny I don't even know if funny is the right word to use but there are some interesting things that have uh, come out of this so apparently Russia is thinking about producing their own version of Chernobyl because they claim that HBO or America is producing falsehoods do with that what you wish and in case you wanted to hear even something even weirder than that tourism to Chernobyl or that region at least has gone up I don't I don't understand why something like that would occur like like do you not get enough radiation at home that you must get like something like uncensored just because but yeah tourism is up in the region and honestly i i can just i i can just experience all of that at home from the safety of my living room and not have to fly all the way across the world you know to get irradiated like i'm not gonna get any superpowers so no i don't i i never want to go on a vacation where i have to pack a geiger counter okay no that's but that's just me personally i don't know how other people get down but yeah that's that's what's hot in the streets apparently but yeah uh again the name of the show is chernobyl it's on hbo and you should definitely take a look at that all right so we're gonna take one last break here and then we'll be right back
So, in this episode's uh, WTF story of the week, <laughs> uh, I was doing what I'll call research. Please don't ask me any questions about this, okay? I was doing this for the podcast. I somehow stumbled on what I'll call an interesting story because anyway, I, I was googling one thing led to another and then I ended up on a story about sperm donation like I said don't ask me any questions and <laughs> this man he saw a, an ad on Craigslist and he replied to it as one tends to do I guess and it was from a lesbian couple who wanted to I guess have a child and they wanted I guess a donation of sperm and they had tried at a sperm bank or with a doctor and they got turned down or something and this was back in 2009 and you know the man out of the goodness of his heart he's like you know what I'm gonna help this couple out I'm gonna go over there and you know make my donation and you know the story's gonna have a happy ending Okay, maybe not the maybe not happy, but you know, it's gonna have a good conclusion. I don't know how else to say it. But yeah, so the man, you know, over a series of three days he went, you know, he was doing his good deed of dropping off samples three days in a row. Just you know and by the way, the man was married by the way. So can you imagine that conversation first of all with his wife? Like, yeah, honey, I you know uh, this is for science, this is or this is charity he's dropping it off as charity so he dropped off three loads <laughs> with this couple and you know easy peasy he one thing that I forgot to mention from the Craigslist uh, listing was the job was gonna pay $50 he's dropping off his load at for $50 whatever you know people got people got to eat I guess so after the conclusion of whatever, he signs a contract, essentially waiving all parental rights. He's like, I have no interest in this seed. I'm just trying to be charitable or whatever. So he drops it off and these people go about their day and they, the pregnancy takes and they have a healthy baby. Then, you know, two years later, the couple breaks up and then the mother with the child who I guess carried the child has to file for like state assisted uh, living and for like food and medical assistance and all that and then a plot twist <laughs> she sues the sperm donor for child support yeah yeah the, the sperm donor for child support not the person who you were in a committed relationship with when you had the child. No, the person who signed away his rights. So yeah, he actually was brought into court and he had to get a lawyer and all that. And the weird thing is he actually, like they found him, not, I don't wanna say guilty, but they found him responsible to pay child support even after he had explicitly written out but I guess in Kansas where this took place and I'm not going to try and say anything bad about Kansas maybe 
I don't know if anybody. Well, we have one person that listens from Kansas, and after the story, they probably won't listen anymore. But thank you anyway. According to their laws or whatever, he was responsible up to that point. So yeah, this was actually uh, back in I guess 2012 when they actually like had this first when this story first like broke out, and he was responsible up to that point. But he promised that he was going to, I guess, appeal it. And luckily for him, in 2016, his appeal was heard and the initial judgment was overturned. And I don't even, like, what? what is the worst thing that has come out of a Craigslist ad for you? I'm pretty sure this is worse than that. And I, I'm sure he has... He has blocked craigslist on every device he owns and he's never going to go on that again because he just nutted in a cup and well three times i guess but still and they were about to hook him for 18 years nah dude is lucky like the judge actually like overturned the initial the initial ruling because that was not going to be good for him but yeah that's this week's wtf story of the week and i I'm just, I'm just happy it had a happy ending. No, see, I still can't say that. But anyway, yeah, we're, this has been the Well Actually Podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, again, we're going to try and do this every week, and I will try to get this in earlier next week. At least the playoffs or in the finals are done, so nothing again delaying it. Uh, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review however you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or on YouTube. And, you know, share it with people, you know, if you like it. And if you don't like it, share it with people you don't like either, you know. Just it shows them how you feel about them. And, well, they'll get the hint. And, you know, just keep playing it, you know. You don't even have to listen at some point. Like, play it a couple times. Play it while you're in the shower. Play it while you're on the way to work, on the way back from work, while you're at the gym. Just let the, let the podcast play. And, you know, that helps it. I don't know, move up in in popularity. Maybe it would help other people get accustomed to it. Well, thank you again for listening. We're going to do this again next week. Later.